Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Providence. Kyle and Drew, your sneak peek at next week, episode number 573, where we will not be talking about comics originally releasing in a couple weeks. But I believe when I do this again next week, we will actually be talking about comics ready to release. So this is the penultimate, I don't know how to make this the penultimate, but somehow it's the last non-normal, hopefully, episode we'll have. That's some wishful thinking on your part. I'm trying to think positive, man. Yeah. Um, Anthony sent this in. He said, hey, Old Guard is set to release on Netflix this summer. Do you guys um, still have yours? And what do you think it's going to jump to? Um, I know I have some. I know We got them signed. I got got a couple Old Guard things signed to that C2E2 a couple years ago. Oh, from Raka? Oh yeah, you were in Rucka's line. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I took I took a bunch of old guard stuff. I think I did Lazarus stuff, so I don't think I did that. Hmm. I did. I, I had my three for Rucka, so Rucka had all kinds of stuff for me. Well, I probably, yeah, I might have. I don't know. I'm trying to think now. I know I did. I know I did Lazarus. What else would I've done by Rucka? <coughs> hmm. Now oh, that's going to bug me now. Yeah, he had a three, a three, uh, comic limit, didn't he? Yep. Well, I, I mean, I don't think I had. I think I, that's just kind of standard and try not to overwhelm the guy. And... Yeah, I think I might have just. I think I might have just given him Lazarus and said that's good enough. But anyway, anyway, back to old guard. So, <laughs> anyway, where were we? Uh, I had a couple of these. Didn't I have like multiple variants mm-hmm. on that first issue? Yeah. Um, I know I had. I think I did a cover A, cover B situation, and I'm pretty sure they're still sitting over here somewhere. Um. So what has it jumped to? Do we know? Nope. Let's see if I can see what eBay's got it on. I'm gonna say I don't think it's spiking yet. Eh, twenty bucks. That's not bad. Unless you got the gold variant. Which yeah, other? I can be- actually think I have some weird retail incentive variants. No, not the gold. Okay, so I, th- not the gold, but I think there were some weird ones of old guard that yeah came out on a specific cardboard display rack that are marked slightly different, and I think I went out and got two or three of those. Um, there so I there was an, to... an Emerald Comic Con variant that went. Yeah. That's that's pretty good, but yeah, it looks like fifteen to twenty is the sweet spot right now for yeah uh, old guard. And this is one that, like, it's Cherie's, or Charlie's there on, so I'm yep. going to wait until we actually see her in a trailer, and then I'm going to put them for sale. I think that'll get it hotter. Yep. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. I like I like that that plan. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. Um, uh, we did get some Comicron numbers. Yeah. And uh, you sent me a, uh, you sent me a, a text earlier that we're ordering comics again, so we've got oh, yeah. previews due. So I don't know if anybody else is going to have the same issue getting back into. We have to we have to finish the previews here in a couple of weeks because um, things are due again. Yeah, um, at least uh, for through Cowabunga, our our LCS that takes care of us. Uh, the older form is out and due on the twenty second of May, so the week before uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, so yeah, you've got a little bit of time, and it's 
lot of stuff in there. There were some highlights, weren't there, that he that he had noted. Let me see if I have those handy. Um, he said, uh, Alterna is not in there. Um, Alterna has decided to take themselves out of diamond distribution. So uh, if you want Alterna, you have to order them directly from Alterna. Um, and Cowabunga is not going to be pursuing stocking Alterna at their store. Mm -hmm. So you can't order through them. So if, if you're a big Alterna fan, um, you can't get them from Cowabunga and you can't get them from most LCSs unless they have a direct relationship with Alterna. Um, but you can order them directly from the store. So that that's a change. And a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. Um uh, uh, it's, he notes that uh, uh, that they're going to uh, they're, they're only going to carry DC via Diamond. So, um, although the other distributors may have DC faster, there we're going. You're going to wait for we're, we're going to wait. Cowabunga is going to wait for the Diamond distribution of mm -hmm. DC. So you might have a slight delay, but you shouldn't have to wait. I mean, you shouldn't. You should just be able to get all the products that you want. Um, also, uh, Marvel has completely reshuffled uh, their uh, release dates on stuff, and when when it's coming out, when when they're publishing what, which is why it disappeared from the site last week when we were looking okay. for it. If you remember, I do. Um, it was only yeah. a week ago. <laughs> You're not going to see them right now. They're hidden. Um, but there's they're but they're able to be pre-ordered on this um, new form, which uh, maybe we'll take a look at next week. Sounds great. Um, uh, so those <laughs> we'll just, some can we just do my order next week so I don't forget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that would help. that would help us. Uh, let's see. Back to Comicron. Okay, so last week, if we recall, uh, Kyle, you were not sure that anything but the top spot would go over a hundred thousand. Correct. And you, sir, were correct. Hey, all right. Um, you said Spider Woman would be the one that maybe cracked a hundred thousand, but not by much. Maybe one hundred twenty-five, one hundred thirty, mm -hmm. and it was at one hundred forty-two. So pretty close. Um, and what they've done after that is um, the good folks at Comicron they merge uh, the bat titles or the the A and B titles. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, well, you can you can sort them differently if you want, uh, but they fuse like um, the cardstock B with the A, so you can see the real true kind of true numbers of that yeah. title. And that what that did was that changed things a little bit from what we saw in the top ten last week. So Batman uh, ninety one and ninety are now uh, two number two and number three. Okay, so gotcha. it, it elevated them a little bit. Um, giving them 88,000 uh, sales and 87,000 in sales, respectively. Um, but still quite a drop mm -hmm. um, from one to two. Flash 750, you called that at $8. not going to sell a lot. Um, it sold 87,000. Yeah, okay. Huh. Or I'm sorry, 82,000. Uh, Thor 4 sold 75,000. X-Men 8 sold 70. 5,000 Wolverine 2, 74 uh, Strange Academy the first issue of that 
sold 71,000. Um, X-Men sold 70,000. And at the number 10 slot, Immortal Hulk 33 dips below 70,000 with 68,000. So we're below 70,000 and we're still in the top 10. Oh, jeez. Which is, uh, yeah, kind of kind we're of still a not out of the big two. Yeah. Not great. Now, as we uh, take a look down through the top sellers uh, into comic shops, anything jump out at you? Let's see here. <coughs> Bounty Hunters number one at 61000 just outside, yeah. Yeah, if they would have done some variants, they might have been able to get in exactly the top ten. Yeah. Well, they did. They did three. There was three covers. Remember? Oh, was there? Yeah. Decorum from Image at forty seven is really cool. Merca oh. and Dolfo at forty six is surprisingly high. That is a surprise too. Yeah. Was that the highest selling image title? No. Decorum. You just said. Yeah. What is decorum again? That was. Let me look at it here. Hick, is that J is that Hickman? McKelvey? Yeah, it was the McKelvey one. Hmm. I don't I don't even remember it. I I'm sure I read it, but um it it, it doesn't it didn't stick. <laughs> Spider Man Noir. That first issue did forty four thousand. That was a fun debut and man that really got derailed. I wonder if anybody's gonna remember that when it finally the second issue finally comes back out. <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, rank 43, Rise of Kylo Ren. Uh, 36,000 on that fourth issue. If you can get a hold of that set, that's going to be a set that I think is going to keep a little value because there's just not a lot of them. And it's a really good four-issue story. Are you surprised that the fourth issue only sold 36,000 after all the heat on the first one? I thought it was catching fire, and I thought it, I thought it would be more than that. But I, I, there were probably a lot of people that are just didn't get their hands on the the original ones and said heck with it said ah, heck with it so spawns the big dog for image and it's back down to 35 well yeah it's one of them anyway it's yeah i'm well it's there it's the big ongoing yeah. i guess is what you're saying yeah mm -hmm. um is that a uh is that nightwing down at rank 75 is that um is that 23,000 is that is that the Full sales on that? Has it really been that low? Twenties, <laughs> low twenties. Yeah, and if that's the, uh, and that's the one with the Joker, the fits like a glove Joker cover as well. If that's the actual numbers on that thing, and they're that low, that one <laughs> deserved its extra, uh, yeah, secondary market makes a lot of sense now. Money. Um, Harley Quinn's. Down to twenty one thousand. I mean, we we aren't we're go, we're below twenty thousand, and we're we're in the eighties. So, mm -hmm. but we knew it was a. I mean, it's no March is not a bad March month. March usually we get back up a no. little bit, but we did lose yeah. that last week of sales. So, must have really impacted things. I mean, yeah. I mean, we and in, in fact, we don't even know if these these shipped to comic shops but they may have shipped to comic shops that were closed so like this set mm -hmm. how many of this supergirl are sitting on a shelf because they had they couldn't even go out the door yeah same thing if i if i remember correctly the nightwing 70s should is still sitting places i mean most of them did 
curbside pickup and deliveries and stuff like that. But so, so yeah, as we round, as we get down to Vampirella at 99 and Dark Agnes at 100, we're at 16,000 in sales, which really fell, fallen off quickly. Yeah. Once in future at rank 114, their seventh issue, which it was originally slated as a six issue series, and then we'll get a seven, right? Got 15,000 on that, so still still collectible numbers, definitely. Something is killing children at rank 120 for boom, 14,365. Aftershocks Artemis and Assassin did 7,000 with its first issue. Hotel uh, for AWA uh, publishers did 7,000 for its first issue. Um, Wicked Things from Boom did 7,000 for its first issue. Some interesting debuts. All around 7. Okay. For DC, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, 9, 12,000. Is that going to end under 10 by the time it's done with its 12th issue? Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it will. Unless that's like a reprint, maybe. Oh, jeez. Here you go. Rank 147, You're the Villain, Hell Arisen 3. That's your punchline first first full appearance, right? Yeah, but I think it's a, a reprint, isn't it? No. This is when it actually came out. Oh, wow. So how many was it? Only 11,654 of her first appearance. That's why it's hot. Yep. And that book will stay hot because there's a second print of it, but there's just not a darn lot of the right of the first print. And this is the thing that caused, like, nobody had a chance to jump on this because by the time the information came out, you couldn't get any more of them, and there's just not enough. Yeah, we get, once we get outside the... the top 300, we are under 3,000, which is to be expected. You can see Crowded's 12th issue there at 2,400, and you understand why they have um, aborted to, to trade now. So, because you know, 2,400 is not gonna not gonna do the trick. Mm-mm. So that Stabity Bunny came back. I don't know if I read that one. I might not miss that somehow. We talked about it. And, yeah, we talked yeah. about it, but I, I don't think I end up getting it. I don't remember reading it. Mm-mm. I think that's it. A lot of these are dwindling. Yeah, um, overall, just low numbers. <laughs> All overall, the numbers are terrible. Not great. Uh, do you want to take a look at FOCs, since we do have that? Absolutely. Of course, FOC is the final order cutoff. It's our last chance to add and uh, make changes and get a few things on our order. Uh, so we have until midday on Monday um, to to get it, get these in and make sure that they are in our pull box for that day. Of course, Eric from Cowabunga curates us an awesome list of the things that we can get, and we thank him for this. He also pulls a few things to the top to make sure that uh, we know what everybody's talking about. Uh, of the things that he's pulled to the top, we have... Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal Number 1, the Stanley Art Germ variant. We talked about this last week when we were talking about... One of our featured from last week's highlights. That's exactly right. And it's... uh, Man, it's a beautiful picture. 
Uh, TMNT ongoing number 100. There's a deluxe hardcover of that. Uh, that's pretty cool. And only 20 bucks. Get yourself a discount and get it for 13 uh, Find all the City at War stuff and all the stuff going on with uh, episode 100 there. We have Merca and Dolfo's Mercy number one from Image coming in there. And Upshot Now magazine number one by our good friend Varios. Yeah, that's the um, AWA publishers. Uh-huh. And that's, is that all their books? Um, like in black and white? Is that what that is? Great question. No idea. I think it is. And that's first appearances of all their characters, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. We'll look when we get down there. We'll take a closer yeah. look when we get down there. Well, let's start and let's see what we can suss out and let's start in Dark Horse. I know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing. Dark Horse continues to just not be anything that we care too much about. Let's see what DC has. There's plenty of death metal. Yeah, a lot of cool death metal. We got our high-end Capullo variants, of course. Uh, let's check out what Matina has with Superman here. These are going to be June 17th releases. Yeah, now. okay, that's right. These are kind of spread out for some of this stuff. June 17th, yeah. The old long-haired Superman. But then, of course, the big dog is the uh, Wonder Woman. In my mind. And now if you look at the... <clears throat> the Joker, hundred page super special. These are going to be June tenth releases. Okay. Yeah. Now, so that's a ten dollar book, and this is the one where um, there's a lot of good looking versions of, of of the Joker over the years. And if if I was to go all in on anything, it would be this. Gotcha. If I was to buy one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine plus the blank, so ten, a hundred dollars worth of Joker books. I have to get one of these Joker books because a guy I I follow some video game comment commentary stuff online. He and uh, and uh, Gary Witta wrote one of the one of the things in the, one of the stories in this. Yeah. So I've got to pick up the Greg Miller, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny, and Gary Witter wrote a story in it. So I got to pick one of these and pick it up just to read theirs. Of course, Jim Lee doing the '70s is the first one my head goes to. I mean, they're they're all really nice. I mean, the the and you got your boy Sinkevich. The, the Capula cover A is just lovely. Uh, the Matina is really really sweet. Um, you like you say you like the Jim Lee. Take a look at that one. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, that's that's good, Jim Lee. But can't go wrong. But I gotta I gotta pick one and add it to my order on this, even though it's ten dollar book. But I gotta get one. Yeah, I mean, if you if you get the cover A, you could get a full fifty percent discount from Calabunga. So that's five bucks. Yep. Um, Probably oh, what I'll do. Del Auto is really nice. Mm-hmm. Bermejo. These are just really so. Those are coming out in June. Don't miss them. So, do you already you already have this on order? You think? No, I need to add one. Oh, shock! I need to FOC one. Do you know which one yet? Or are you still thinking? Just let's just go with Cover A. So many, so mm. so hard to choose. Oh my god! 
They're going to go cover A. It's to save yourself an extra 99 cents. There you go. Cheap, cheapo. <laughs> well, when I'm not like completely love struck by one, then yeah. True, true. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Capullo's cover. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Anything else in DC? That, that pretty much hits. That's it for me. Down in IDW. Let's head on down to IDW. Yeah. Uh, nothing for me there. If you take a look at Image, Exor Sisters is back. Damn. Image. Holy smokes. Oh, wow. This is six issue. Huh. Man, that seems like that's been going for a while. <laughs> we've got the first. Well, we've got the second issue of Mercy. Mm hmm. And we got the second printing of the first issue if you missed the first printing. Yep. And the second uh, Outer Darkness 2 crossover. Tons of fun. And if you missed out on any of the postal volumes, uh, you can get the complete hardcover. It's. That collects uh, 25 issues of, of Postal, uh, the Postal Laurel, Laura, and the Postal Mark one-shots all together in a beautiful hardcover. And this would be a fun book in a big chunk. Hmm. And I bet it's very cool. gorgeous in hardcover. And it's 60 bucks top shelf money, but with the Cowabunga's discount, you can get that for 36 And you can get it in your hot little hands. Um, by the 27th of May. Pretty good. Anything in Marvel jump out at you? Let me see here. Just some trades. Yeah. Not much action. Yeah, as Marvel kind of reorders the things and what they're doing there. Looks like they're just doing some trade stuff here. Yeah. Yeah, so nothing I'm really interested in here. Yeah. Some good deals on some trades, though. So if you take a look at this Upshot Now magazine, this is Artists, Writers, and Artisans, Inc., um, this has for five bucks. It has um, all the Upshot's debut titles in it, um, all four issues in black and white, along with sneak peeks of the second issues, and a bonus preview of Frank Cho's Fight Girls. So, are hmm. these first appearances? No, because they've already been out. No, it says it says they're reprints of those first issues. Yeah. But it probably is the first appearance of the Frank Cho's Fight Girls. So it's tempting. You can get so for two bucks with the discount, you get all four debut issues plus a preview of Frank Joe's. Ah, that's pretty tempting, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Plus, it might just be something nice to look through. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's oversized. I would think it'd have to be pretty, pretty thick to have all those issues in it. Mm -hmm. This comes out on May twenty seventh as well. All right, down to boom. Buffy, Power Rangers, King of Nowhere, Red Mother, and eh, none for me. Yeah, I, I never did check out the the Red Mother. I've got them sitting there, and I haven't read them yet. King of Nowhere, I think I read that one. That was is that is that Paul Jenkins? No, Maxwell Prince. Yeah, yeah, that was my guy from Ice Cream Man. Um, and so I really like that one. And some of our smaller publishers, we got the Finger Guns coming out with number two, uh, Hickman on. The uh, cover B, or I'm sorry, Jen Hickman on cover B. I, they they uh, often catch me on that. Is that Jonathan's wife, daughter, sister? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I ordered these kids 
And if I remember, there's some really cool covers on these kids. Yeah, some cool covers, yeah. Wasn't the A, was it the B? B is a cool one. I think that's an homage to something I'm too dumb to remember off the top of my head now. <laughs> We've got uh, <coughs> Rogue Planet number one from Oni, which is a Colin Bunn book. Okay. With Andy McDonald doing art and cover. That's first issues coming out. And I think that's all I see. Yeah, it's all I got in the FOC. Um, of course, these items are coming out as soon as the end of this month and as late as uh, the end of... There's a couple things in July, isn't there? Yeah, a couple things in just... Uh, yeah, it might have been a couple things in yeah, July. A couple yeah. trades in August. But, uh, this is just uh, kind of back to some normal FOC stuff, so that's always a good thing. Yes. As we uh, just check, check all these things through. So it's good to be back into the FOC, and of course, like I said, they're they're due at midday Monday. Yeah. Now let's take a good look at how what our friends are seeing over on eBay when they're scouring eBay for some of the uh, <coughs> hot uh, hot sellers uh, with their cover price top ten. Um, this is as of the third of May, and taking the top spot this time around is One Punch Man, My Hero Academia free comic book day book that's awesome while comics were not fully shipped there's still a ton of spec from the movies info came out that one punch man would be getting a live action movie push this one to sell 12 copies with an average sale price of 40 bucks so uh, did we get free comic book day books <laughs> I don't know this year since free comic book day didn't really happen I don't know if we did. Um, or if they even should. This was 2016. Oh, it was a 2016 book. Yeah. Well, we would have... Uh, we would probably have that, wouldn't we? I would, because I love One, One Punch Man. <laughs> yeah, you would have grabbed that. Uh, in second place... <laughs> second In the second spot, Grimjack number one. Uh, wow. Grimjack. Uh, I've never believed that. Uh Old Grimjack would uh, have a spec book, but now I hear that Russo From Brothers... 1984. Yeah. <laughs> 18 copies of this sold, and it's up to $14. Uh, Grimjack was all scattered throughout the quarter books, uh, book bins, um, and uh, probably still is, still are. So I don't know if you can get number one, but you can definitely get some Grimjack if you want, if you want a spec on it. That's funny. Uh Marvel Fanfare number 12 at the third slot. Uh, the first cover and second full appearance of Iron Maiden. Uh, Black Widow movie may have pushed this back, but early hype, maybe have been pushed back, but early hype still lives. Book has sold 17 copies with an average price of $5.60. Whoopee. Um, <laughs> the third printing of Venom number three. Uh, debate on this one. Uh, because of the Frankie's variant over the first cover appearance of Null. So this one sold 22 copies and uh, with an average price of $120. So <coughs> the third print of Venom, number three, may have had a cover appearance of Null, and it has blown up. That is so crazy. That's crazy. My God. I missed out on it, obviously. Uh, Star Slayer number 10, Grimjack 2 of 3 this week. First full appearance of Grim Grimjack. 
24 copies sold with an average price of $26.92. Star Slayer number 10. Wow. Yeah, that's an odd one. Uh, in the sixth slot, Amazing Spider-Man 360. The first cameo appearance of Carnage. Uh, book sold 26 copies. Uh, average around 20 bucks. Uh, warp number five. More Grimjack. This is the first cameo of Grimjack in Warp number five. Uh, 14 copies of this sold for an average price of $12.73. I don't have any of these. Um, I would have I would have looked right over them. <laughs> um, so I, I missed completely missed out on the Grimjack fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Super Heroes Secret Wars number eight. First black costume, which becomes Venom. Venom is still hot. 28 copies moving. An average raw price of almost $100. You were selling all 12 issues of Secret Wars constantly for not much. No, no, I was get I was getting 80, 100 bucks for it. Yeah, for the whole series. Yeah. For the whole series, yeah. Back in the day. Um so it's kind of maintained. Mhm. I mean, it's it's basically that book. Yeah, and then exactly. everything else. Yeah. Uh Year of the Villain Hell Arisen 3, which Kyle just mentioned. Not that many out there. 11,000 copies out there. Um, first punchline, full appearance. Uh, 24 copies sold for $27.50 a piece. Uh, the 9.8s are selling for over $100. And rounding out the top 10, Amazing Spider-Man 361. First full appearance of Carnage. Uh, 17 <laughs> copies sold as for an average of $113 a piece. Ugh. Oh, I this this Venom third print really has me sh- shook. Oh yeah, uh, it's crazy, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a, a third printing, and you can get 120 bucks for it. Nuts, nuts. Anyway, thank you to the good folks at CoverPrice.com for curating that list for us. It's a fun list, new stuff on there that uh, I hadn't thought of. So good, good to see that. Now I think we can we can finish out our May catalog, which is really useless. But we're gonna do it anyway, right? <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and finish finish out our our May catalog because we've already we've already started this process. So um, we're at the back half, uh, dynamite, and uh, anything in there that uh, may or may not be coming out in, in May. You see Sacred Six there. Is that, am I on the right one? Yes, Sacred Six, yes. Of course, that's a, an interesting one to me. Christopher Priest writing. Uh, oh, I gotcha. Jai Lee covers. Look at Ray. So, uh, looks very, very cool. Spinning out of the current hit series, Vampirella. Oh, okay. So, I don't think there'll be much collector value because we're spinning out, but it does look very interesting. You got your, of course, Cheesecake cover on cover D. Second issue of The Boys, Dear Becky. Nice. I'm not seeing anything else in Dynamite. Yeah, not a whole lot of nothing. Bunch of Sonyas, bunch of Vampirellas. Ready for Boom? Yep, let's head on down into Boom. Are you doing the Faithless 2 Erotica connecting covers? I did the whole first set, but I'm not I'm not going any farther than the first set. Yeah. Have you checked in on those, that first set, to see how they did? No. I haven't either. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of books here that 
um, like what's in future that was perennial hot. It's on perennially hot. It's been a, a really hot book, and it's on its ninth issue in May. Um, Something is killing children was mm-hmm. hot. It's on its eighth issue. So things to check to take keep tabs on if you're reading it. Uh, Ghosted in L.A. winding down eleven of twelve. Um, but it doesn't look like there's any spec stuff in here that's really jumping out at me. Yeah, nothing yeah. jumps to the top like you gotta grab that. So I guess that's back to the back half now. Where the real digging occurs. Yeah. And the first thing that jumps out to me is uh American Mythology's Monster Men. This is Mike Wolfer doing the writing and Roy Allen Martinez on art and cover. And it's just like it's like a a, a horror mm-hmm. book. But I, I've been digging those lately, so uh, and this is another another relaunch of that from uh, American Mythology. Oh no, we've got one called Osiris Path, one of three from Behemoth Comics, which I have not never heard of before. Uh, Christian Moran, Corey Coleman, Brockton McKinney, all doing the writing. Uh, Walt Barna, Dan, uh, Daniel Aruda Massa doing the art, and my boy Justin Greenwood from Fuse uh, doing the cover. Very cool. Where yeah, this is an archaeologist recruited to join a covert military space program, where he and his team must face a black magic cult that will stop at nothing to prevent the crew from deciphering the meaning of the Osiris Path. It's like it's like Indiana Jones in space. Hey, there you go. We have uh, Old Haunts, number one by artist writers and artisans. Uh, Ollie Masters and Rob Williams writing that Ooh. Three made men standing at the brink of retirement find their unbreakable bond put to the ultimate test when they're suddenly assaulted by the ghosts of their past. Confronted by decades of buried secrets, resentment, affairs, double crosses, and murders, the three friends have no choice but to unearth the deepest, darkest sins from their past and pray they don't find an empty grave. That sounds pretty good. That's what I was thinking. Um, Scout Comics has Grit number one. Uh, Brian Wickman doing the writing and Kevin Castanero. Uh, when a routine troll hunting gig, you know how routine those are. Yeah, you know, you know, we've done a few of those. <laughs> takes a gruesome turn. Old Man Barrow finds himself in the company of a wannabe doomsday cult. Just how he's going to get out of the this backwoods nightmare? Well, that axe ain't just for show. Grit is a southern fried sword and sorcery and pulp fantasy adventure in the mold of The Witcher by way of Southern Bastards. Hey, I love Southern Bastards. You like The Witcher. Man. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, there's some good good possibilities there. <laughs> Sign us up. Do you do uh see we got Lonely Receiver number one from Aftershock. Zach Thompson's with a Jen Hickman cover. And Jen Hickman doing the internal arts on that as well. Catherine Vander, a lonely video producer, buys an artificial intelligence partner that's meant to bond for life. After ten years together, her holographic wife suddenly disconnects without a warning. The breakup drives Catherine to the point of near insanity. She's alone for the first time in years and reeling from a loss she can't comprehend. So this might end up a uh, an interesting one there. That sounds pretty cool. Finally get that Airboy uh, 52, which is... Um... The triumphant return of Airboy, the original Airboy, after a 30-year absence. Um, really expensive for these, but 
I'm assuming it's oversized. So there's some over ten dollars, some are seven. We'll see when this comes out. When and if it comes out. Another one from uh, Scout Comics here, Vlad Dracul, number one of three, uh, Andrea Muti and Matteo Skrull, or Strukel, uh, on writing. Vlad Dracul, the Impaler, the son of the dragon, was a warlord, a voivid, a guardian warrior, an iconic historical figure who was able to successfully strike fear into the hearts of the fearsome Ottoman Empire. Vlad is an epic story of love and war, a historical ride with rivers of blood, tears, swords, and love, and a discovery of a man that was perhaps the most famous warrior of his era that inspired the Dracula legends. This is the story of man behind the myth. So this seems like it's more uh, historically based for uh, Vlad Dracul, Vlad Tepes. But there's seven bucks a piece. <laughs> there you go. And we got Dose number one. This is from It's Alive publisher, another one that I don't recognize um sean ellis doing the writing john gebbia on art and cover it's a unique reinterpretation of the superhero genre exploring what would happen to society if technology and superhero population introduced in the silver age grew exponentially through today superpowers are mundane kaiju walk the streets and cybernetic enhancement surgery is just a phone call away. If you have the qubits to pay for it, that is. That <laughs> sounds kind of interesting. Always like these kind of deconstructions. Um, they can be fun. Absolutely. It is a $5 book. <laughs> Funny how we keep going back to that. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Something will never change. There's a book called Hell Witch Forsaken, which is from Coffin Comics. And uh, just straight up. Uh, horror, it looks like. Holler number one, also from It's Alive. This is Jeremy Massey doing the writing and the art. Um, set in the 1990s among the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia, Holler follows the misadventures of four young friends who form a garage band while navigating the ups and downs of teenage existence. Uh, featured stories in this issue include the Nirvana shirt, <laughs> Where the fate of a favorite t-shirt is on the line. Uh, the origin of Magnesium Mama. Which shows us it's not so easy to come up with a good name for your band. First show at the Bistro. That details the band's journey. Both harrowing and exciting. To the Battle of the Bands. And also included in this issue are one-pagers. Getting in tune. Uh, the Booger. <laughs> and an alt-rock grunge-fueled comic that everyone can enjoy. Ah, seems right up my alley, man. I was going to say. That is, of course, a, that's an expensive book. It's a $6 book. From Aftershock, we have... Did we talk about Dark Ark? Uh, I don't... After the Flood? I don't think so. This is a lenticular, a $10 lenticular cover. So I think we've actually talked about this before, and now we, we just have a special cover on this. Yeah, that's all it is. The fourth issue of Man Who Effed Up Time. Um, I read the first two. Those were pretty fun. I like that timey-wimey stuff sometimes. Um, Penultimate Man. Um, this would be something Kyle would really like because he likes penultimate so much. <laughs> I, yeah. I love that word. So I read the zero issue of Penultimate Man, and it, it was really fun. So I'd be interested in I think that's. I think you can get that free on Comixology, Penultimate. Let's see. Princess 
of Venus, number one, uh, from American Mythology, written by Pat Shand and Alfred Lee. This is part of the Edgar Rice Burroughs um, universe. Oh, wow. A lot of that sort of Deja Thoris, Mars stuff. Anything else jumping out at you? And not really. I'm kind of getting lost in all these, unfortunately. Keep doing that. There, there are tons, tons of things. Like most of which was probably not coming out in May. Um, yeah. It might all get stacked up and the April and May stuff might, or it might all come out. Who knows? I don't, when it, especially <laughs> when, it, well, when it comes in the, to the back half stuff, I mean, I don't know if these publishers can afford to sit on this yeah, stuff, you know? Absolutely. They don't have the deep pockets of some of the corporate publishers. So they just might need to crank this stuff out and say, whatever, we need to recoup some of our money. And if the pre-orders are already there, you know, what are you going to do? That's all I got. All I've got as well, I think. But hopefully we've given you a, a couple of uh, leg up on the things that maybe to look for. You know, hopefully we'll be going over those in sneak peeks and FOCs again so as not to miss any of this stuff. But as we get back to normal, we're not sure what release dates or release schedules or anything are going to be. But we just tried to find some things in here. So, Drew, what is our uh, picks of the yeah. whatever? I'm definitely going to go with Old Haunts. Yeah, that was a good sounding one. That really looks good to me. Ollie Masters, I really like him. Um, I like Rob Williams. Lee Loridge is great. Uh, I like this Artist Writers and Artisans group. So um, all ha- Old Haunts sounds great. Unfortunately, there's no cover for the damn thing. So that's, a, that's, a, that's always tough when you're featuring. Uh... Maybe we can find one out there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. And I didn't write anything really down. Nothing just jumped out at me. Well, I'll give. I'll let you have old haunts then. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll and I'll take holler. Uh, okay. The one about yeah. the one about the '90s uh, band. There you go. Sounds perfect. So uh, you don't have to scramble if you're okay with that. <laughs> That's great because I was I was flying back through trying to look at some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take us home. <laughs> so once again, thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself. Um, if you found some things while digging through this that you think are really books that we cannot miss, make sure you um, toss us a line on either a Facebook, a Gmail, Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, find a way to get a hold of us and get, be part of the podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And hopefully everybody is being safe and hopefully we are coming back out of this i know in ohio we're we're about to be able to go to restaurants here in the next couple days or a couple weeks again so hopefully we get back to a little bit more normalcy hopefully all of our local comic book shops are doing good and we'll come back out of this as solid as ever i know i got a stack of money to to spend there when they start opening back up and that's uh hopefully something you guys can do as well so thank you so much for drew and for myself see ya